Welcome to The Last Days Are Behind Us, Our Best Days Are Ahead. And now, your host, Jerry Tridel. Hi, and may the Lord bless you. Well, when it comes to answering the question, are we living in the last days, there is probably no more of a pivotal portion of Scripture than the prophecies of Daniel. Daniel the prophet, who actually brought forth the 70 weeks prophecy. And you see this in anybody who's writing about prophecy. However, when it comes to interpreting the 70 weeks of Daniel, that's where the issue comes, where you want to exegete the passage. For example, what is the Spirit of God saying in the passage, in its context, in its history, versus reading into it modern day events like we've seen since the 1970s, for example, with Hal Lindsey's uh, Late Great Planet Earth or uh, Tim LaHaye's uh, Left Behind or The Simpsons' Left Below, depending on which one you read. Uh, But what we want to find out is what was the context of that prophecy? Because it answers the question, last days of what? And honestly, it's the reason that we actually wrote the book, The Last Days Are Behind Us. And our best days, that is, the days of the kingdom of God filling the earth, Christ as Lord, Christ as King, are in these days. And that's why we want to abound in love, fear God, keep his commandments, seek holiness, keep his commandments, and seek holiness in the fear of God, and do good, and watch the blessing of God abound, not only in our own lives, but in our families, in our cities, our nations, and in our church until the word of the Lord fills the earth as the waters cover the sea. So let's get into the 70 weeks prophecy of Daniel. By the way, you can pick up the Our Last Days Are Behind Us, Our Best Days Are Ahead at any bookstore anywhere. So enjoy, including the audiobook version. Uh, So when it comes to, you have to go to Daniel chapter 9, verses 20 through 27. And what's interesting about Daniel is that he was a part of the children of Israel in Judah who were taken captive by King Nebuchadnezzar back in 586 BC. And this is where Judah was taken captive. And during that captivity, God spoke uh, spoke to Daniel about the, the kingdoms that would come after Babylon, which took Judah captive. And uh, Daniel also received the word of the Lord through the archangel Gabriel regarding the days that were left for covenant Israel, first covenant Israel, or what we would now call old, the old covenant Israel, And so as Daniel was taken uh, into captivity, he began to see these visions and he began to speak them and they were recorded. And so let's go to that. And the first one is in Daniel chapter 9, verse 24. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city. So right there, that answers the question, last days of what? So Daniel is uh, being spoken to, and the word was that 77s are determined for your people, Daniel. And when it comes to how that is interpreted, theologians, historians have always said that that is referring to 70 
seven-year cycles because that's how Israel um, determined their time frames in seven-year cycles. For example, the year of release, according to the law of God in the Old Testament, uh, was the seventh year, the year of release, when all properties would then resort back to uh, their original owners and all debts would be uh, released. And of course, um, there was the year of jubilee after several of these, after seven of these uh, sevens. The 50th year would be the year of jubilee when, as I stated earlier, all properties would go back to their original uh, family landowners. So when it comes to how Israel marked their time during their lunar calendar years, it would be in terms of sevens. So what is being spoken to Daniel is that for your people, Daniel, in the old covenant, or this first covenant uh, from Mount Sinai, you have 77-year cycles left, or 490 years, all right? And we have a chart on this in our book, and we'll put that up on the screen. That way you can see it. And you can look at the chronological timeline number three, and you can see the captivity in 586, and then you see then the beginning of these 490 years, 77-year cycle, 70 times 7, 490. And so let's go back to the scriptures that 70 sevens are determined for your people and for your holy city to finish the transgression to make an end of sins to make reconciliation for iniquity to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy so what he's saying there at this point is that in 490 years that will be it you're going to see an end of sin which we saw with the coming of jesus christ on the cross was the end of sin and the reconciliation for iniquity and the bringing in of everlasting righteousness. That's what we give thanks to God through Christ for. And also, at the end of these 490 years, you'd have the sealing up of vision and prophecy. In other words, the canon of sacred scripture, all that is public public revelation from God, would be uh, spoken, recorded, and canonized and written. And that's what we have today in the sacred scriptures of the Old and New Covenants. And then to anoint the most holy, that means, and we've seen that with Christ's resurrection, as he was raised from the dead and then declared Lord, sitting at the right hand of God the Father, with all authority, power in heaven and earth and under the earth, his coronation, his kingdom, and he remains there until all of his enemies are made a footstool for his feet. So we look at the next passage. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, in other words, until the Christ comes, and Messiah there is Mashiach, also the Anointed One, which is where we get the word in the Greek, Christos or Christ, the Prince or the King, Uh, would come until this time of the going forth to build Jerusalem, until Jesus would come, there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublesome times. So the first 69 weeks, which is the seven weeks plus 62, seven and 62, 69. So 69 weeks or 483 years from the time of the going forth to dedicate the temple, to build the city of Jerusalem, to build that temple, which was in, um, by the way, 457 BC. This is when Ezra went forth uh, 
uh, to go to Jerusalem and dedicate the rebuilt temple or the, the second temple. The first temple was King Solomon's. This was the second temple that was built during the days of Zerubbabel and uh, Joshua, uh, the high priest. And you can see that all written in uh, Ezra. You can see it in Zechariah. And then Nehemiah built the wall in 444 BC. So the 483 years, the first 69 weeks of that 70-week period, 77s, began in 457 BC. So you add to that the 69 sevens, or 483 years, and you come to 26 AD. And 26 AD was the time that Jesus Christ was not born. He was born in around 4 BC, uh, historians tell us, and theologians, we've, they've agreed that he was born in about 4 BC. So what is the significance of 26 AD? Well, the significance is that's when he came forth as the Christ, the King. That's when John the baptizer said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And that's when Jesus began to preach the gospel of the kingdom and to preach, teach, and heal and heal all who were oppressed by the devil. You know, the ministry of Christ is presented in the gospels. So that 483 years from the time that Ezra dedicated the temple until AD 26, which was the beginning of Jesus's ministry, that was the first 69 weeks. So now all we have left is a single week, the 70th week. And this is critically important how this is interpreted so that you don't begin to think that, well, the fulfillment of the 70 weeks was in the 18th century, 19th or 20th or 21st century, or even right today. So the first three and a half week elements of that last week, the first three and a half years of the final week of Daniel's 70 weeks prophecy was between Jesus's ministry beginning and the end of that ministry. It lasted three and a half years from 26 AD until 30 AD. That's when he preached the gospel of the kingdom. Then he ascended on high. Now the question was always, well, when would the last half of the 70th week be? And the answer is that it was between 66 and 70 AD because Jesus spent his time telling his disciples and those who were hearing that there was going to become a great tribulation upon the earth such as never has been and never would be afterwards. And he was speaking of the wars of the Jews. Josephus writes about this. Um, Eusebius in Ecclesiastical History, you find that those writings. Um, but this was the great tribulation or what St. Paul called the great distress. And that's why you get this imminent sense of the Lord's return and uh, as the apostles are writing in the epistles, you get the same sense of an imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ or his imminent appearing. And we, and that, that happened in the last um, three and a half years between 66 and 70 AD. If you look at the next passage, and then we'll wrap this up because these are only 15 to 17 minute presentations. If you look at verse 26 of our Daniel 9 passage, you see, and after the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. And this speaks of Jesus's being crucified, but he was not crucified for his sins. He bore the sins of many. And the people of the prince who is to come, the Romans, uh, the Romans who would destroy Jerusalem in AD 70, uh, shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. 
The end of it shall be with a flood till the end of the war desolations are determined. And these are the wars and rumors of wars that Jesus was referring to uh, when you read the Gospels, especially Matthew chapter 24. Then verse 27, and we'll conclude here. He shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. That's our Prince, our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one that there was a covenant confirmed. And that, that covenant was confirmed not only through his ministry, but also uh, through the next 40 years until the end of the Old Covenant age, which was A.D. 70. Uh, but in the middle of that week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering, which is what Jesus did. There has never been a um, sacrifice. There has never been an offering that would atone for the sins of the people since those days of Jesus Christ. Even though in the temple in Jerusalem, there was still sacrificing of goats and bulls up until uh, the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70. And then the final verse here, And on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. So when we come to this aspect of the last days, the last days began with the ministry of Jesus Christ as he went forth preaching the gospel of the kingdom in A.D. 26. That was the beginning of the end. The end of what? The end of the old covenant age. And then... Um, We see Jesus ministering for three and a half years. He's then cut off through crucifixion, raised from the dead, declared Lord and King. Then the church continues to minister and she's growing, but then the tribulation comes, the persecution comes. And then when the Jews, the apostate Jews within Jerusalem, cut off the sacrifices to the emperor, which is about AD 66, that's when the great tribulation and distress came, especially upon the Christians. The Christians were the one persecuted not only by their former uh, family members and brothers and sisters in their Jewish community in Jerusalem, but they were also turned over to the authorities as uh, pestiferous and uh, rebels and blasphemers. And so their persecution uh, became more fierce as 66 and then 70 and then uh, 66, 67, 68, 69, and then finally 70 AD came. So during the days of uh, Jesus, when uh, the disciples were walking through Jerusalem with our Lord, they were noticing the beautiful buildings. They noticed the second temple as it was being enhanced by uh, King Herod with all the beautiful gold. They said, look at all these beautiful buildings. But then Jesus turns around and says to them in Matthew um, chapter 24, Verse 2, do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone will be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. And what was interesting is the disciples knew he's talking about the end of the age, the end of the old covenant, which the Jews knew about. They just didn't know when those last years would be or when his coming or his appearing would be. And they didn't know when the end of the age would be. But they knew if this was the Messiah, that that time was near. That's why you get the sense of just an imminent return of our Lord. And so that's why the disciples then asked Jesus, he said, so when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? So that's the context of this whole thing we call last days or end times. 
Jesus then began to tell them about uh, the wars and rumors of wars that would be associated with the Roman Empire during the time between 66 and 70 AD, the Great Tribulation. And you can read about it in our book, Last Days Are Behind Us, Our Best Days Are Ahead. We go into detail there, and we also send you out to more resources. And you can check a lot of those resources um, referenced on our website, justjerry.com. Suffice it to say, then during that time period of the Great Tribulation, you had Caesar Nero starting that big persecution. Um, There was a great distress that tried the souls of men, and if it were not cut short, even the very elect may not have been able to survive it. It was a terrible time. And during that time, Caesar Nero uh, was the one who uh, allegedly burned Rome or started the fire in Rome. And he also persecuted the Christians, burned them as lanterns in his feasts. He was a ravaging homosexual perverted maniac who not only molested prisoners, but kicked his pregnant wife to death. A very wicked man. And the Hebrew calculation of the letters in his name summed to the total of 666. So there's your 666 Antichrist of the first century. It was Caesar Nero. And the revelation of Jesus Christ, uh, the minority position, is that um, that was written around 66 AD, warning the churches of this great tribulation that was about to come upon them. So the when Jesus answered the question about uh, when the end of the age would be, he was referencing his uh, coming again, his parousia is the Greek word for coming, which was really an appearing. It wasn't like he was seen up in the sky, but what was the sign of the Son of Man reigning in heaven? Well, it was the salvation of the church and the destruction of Jerusalem without one stone left upon another. And the persecution was severe. Titus surrounded the city, just as Jesus said, and he was the son of the Emperor Vespasian. We talk about this in the book also. But before the city gates were closed, the prophets among the Christian in the church, and you can read about this in uh, Eusebius's Ecclesiastical Histories, is that you see that the Christians were warned to get out. That was the time to head to the mountains. They went to the mountains of Pela, which is where Herod Agrippa II's summer home was, and a lot of the Christians stayed in that city. They came out of Babylon to be saved, and Babylon in the Revelation is referring prophetically and symbolically to apostate Jerusalem, the Jerusalem, its rulers and people who did not accept the Lord Jesus Christ. However, um, when Titus then attacked the city, he flattened it, thinking that he could not only destroy the rebellious Jewish members inside those city gates, but that they could also take out the pestiferous Christians who were causing such idolatry in the Roman Empire because they only believed in one God and one man who was God himself, and that was Jesus the Christ. So that last week of the 70th week was broken into two parts. The first half was the ministry of Messiah Prince, Jesus the Christ, the first three and a half years. And then the second half of the last week, or the 70th week, was between A.D. 66 and A.D. 70, And that was the end of Daniel's 70 weeks. It's done. The Great Tribulation is done. The last days were done. And the the first age, or the age of the Old Covenant, 
is done forever. So it doesn't matter if there's a rebuilding of a temple in Jerusalem. It doesn't matter if there are red heifers ready to be sacrificed. It won't matter because that age is done. We're now living in the reign of Christ. We're living in the kingdom of God, filling the earth. And our Lord Jesus Christ, that once and for all sacrifice, sits at the right hand of God, reigning, ruling over all the most high rules in the kingdom of men, and he gives it to whomever he wills. He is the one who we adore. He is the one that the revelation of Jesus Christ spoke of. And when Jesus was ministering, he did not know when that day or time would be. However, when the revelation of Jesus Christ was given to him, Jesus, by his Father, then he knew the time was then. The time was at hand. And that's why you see in the epistle of John, you know, uh, not saying that we're in the last days, John said, my little children, my dear children, we are now living in the last hour. So all of that was culminating in the destruction of Jerusalem and the salvation of the church of Jesus Christ, the new Jerusalem. All of that was in A.D. 70. And then we began to see the scaffolding of the Old Testament, the city of Jerusalem, its temple, and all that was around it. It's the whole heaven and earth to the Jewish people, all, or the Old Covenant people, was completely taken down. And as is written in the Hebrews, it was shaken to the ground so that that which could not be shaken would remain. And that was the kingdom of Christ. It was our pleasure to serve you. Thank you very much for joining us. You've been listening to The Last Days Are Behind Us, Our Best Days Are Ahead. You can write us at jerry at justjerry.com. You can pick up Jerry's book, The Last Days Are Behind Us, Our Best Days Are Ahead, at bookstores everywhere. Access our videos, podcasts, blogs, as well as free papers and materials at justjerry.com. Join us next time as we drive the conversation to the truth that Jesus Christ is King and His kingdom rules over all and is expanding over the earth in these days. Fear God, keep His commandments, and abound in love.